0: Hi, this is Lawrence Krauss, and you're listening to The C.A. I'm making the assumption that all of you check in every now and then with some kind of news outlet and have a view of what's going on in the rest of the world. Isn't it as plain as could be that those who commit the most callous, the most cruel, the most brutal, the most indiscriminate atrocities of all, do so precisely because they believe they have divine permission? Shall I answer my own question? Shall I insult you by adding more? Who can't think of an example of this kind? Let me put the question in another form that I've put in now Uh, every forum from YouTube to C-SPAN, to the wireless, to the print, to the radio, to the television, and innumerable forums to those who say that without God there can be no morality. You are to ask yourself two questions. You are to name a moral action undertaken or a moral and ethical statement made by a believer, I dare say you can do it. You are then to say that you can not imagine a non-believer making this moral statement or undertaking this moral action. Can you think, can you now think, can any of you think? You have, don't have to answer now. You have all night, and, and you have my email. <laughs> and I've done this with everyone from the Archbishop of Canterbury to even lower people. Um, <laughs> you name me the ethical and moral actional statement that a believer can make and an unbeliever cannot, and there's a prize, and I'll tell you that about that later. Now there's a second question. Think of something wicked that only a believer would be likely to do. Or something wicked that only a believer would be likely to say. You've already thought of it. The suicide bombing community is entirely religious. The genital mutilation community is entirely religious. I wouldn't say that the child abuse community is entirely religious, I wouldn't. But it's bidding to be entirely religious. It operates on the old Latin slogan, no child's behind left.
1: Welcome to The CA, a podcast about news, current events, and commentary on all things atheism from a Canadian perspective. This podcast carries the explicit tag and wears it like a motherfucking badge of honor. So if you get offended, switch off. The CA records each Sunday live from Apostasy Studios. For more, please visit our Facebook page for the latest news, updates, and previews on some upcoming shows. You can email us at theca at Rogers.com. And if we're amused
2: or tweaked by your email, we'll use it on the show. And now, here are Michael and Dean. All right, hello and welcome to the CA. Today is Monday, October 9th. This is Michael. This is Dean. Uh, episode 28, brother. It is
1: 28. 28. Wow. How time flies. Yes. When you're having fun.
2: Yes. Uh, And uh, the the very first thing I wanted to do is say uh, hello to... uh, So I ran some, some analytics, and I want to say hello to our new listeners from Vietnam and from Bangladesh. That is crazy. Yeah. So I know... I'm not sure about Vietnam, but I know Bangladesh is fucked up. So if you're listening to the CA in Bangladesh, please be safe. Um and uh, just delete it if you have to, <laughs> off of your mobile <laughs> device, and then uh, listen to it later. Yeah, uh, yeah. But stay safe uh, first and foremost because Bangladesh is fucked up. Ah, uh, okay. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Canadian Thanksgiving. Yeah, um, we the, do it the, the uh, Thanksgiving
1: on the proper day. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. Yeah, we do it. Uh, we do it early here. Well, or not early, but uh, U.S. does it late, which is fine. Doesn't matter. Um, oh, and uh, the other thing I need to say is that um, Thomas Westbrook. We've rescheduled for next, uh, yes. for next week. Um, just with everything. It was my fault. And I sent him a message, and he was totally cool about it. He's like, yeah, no worries. The only, all he asked me was, was like, is everything okay? I'm like, yeah, everything's totally fine. Just fucking dumb life shit. Yeah. So, so that was good. Um, all right, so we got some shit to get to. We got a, a bunch of news stories and uh, fallacy, and then we'll see what happens. Some of the news stories are longer, so we'll see what, uh, we'll see what goes on. with see that. see how much of it we can get through. Um... Was the other thing I was gonna say? There was something that just kind of popped up. Um, oh yeah, apparently, did you hear this thing? So, um, in reference to the Las Vegas uh, shooting, mm-hmm. they were talking that apparently there are members of Congress that are that are in favor of this bump stock thing. Yes.
1: Well, they said it didn't actually break the law because it doesn't make it a fully automatic weapon. Okay. It does something else so it's not it's not but if you put this bump stock thing on it's not it doesn't turn it into a fully automatic weapon so it's legal
2: okay but but so what i heard apparently was they were there were members of congress including like um paul ryan who's the speaker but whatever but he was actually in favor of making those things illegal yeah to to kind of make things uh safer so that's interesting um I I'm very skeptical of whether or not they'll actually introduce regulations yeah. to limit uh, to limit guns. The
1: funny thing is like I was just thinking about what they did in Australia when they had the ma- their mass their their biggest mass shooting ever and then the government bought back all the guns.
2: 700,000 guns they bought yeah.
1: back. Um and but I'm thinking that America has got themselves into such a state where they couldn't do that. And Their only, their only uh, uh, resolution now is more guns. (laughs) Did you hear? I I heard a throwing fuel on the fire. It's just, it's just ridiculous. I don't know how they can get themselves out of the hole that they dug themselves into.
2: Wait, and what's interesting was based on the statistic that I heard, it should be easier than it sounds, or than you just made it sound, because I um, I heard on uh, CNN yesterday that almost. 80% Eighty percent of the guns that are owned by by the uh, people in the U.S. are owned by three percent of the population. Three. So it's not the 80-20 rule. No. It's the, it's the eighty three rule. Three, three percent of the population.
1: All right. Own eighty percent of the firearms. Try taking. Try taking those. They're gonna
2: guns away. <laughs> yeah. The The other thing that I found was really interesting. And who said this? I forget who said this. It was um. It was a comedian, and I can't remember who said it. But it was really really funny. Um, basically, the, uh, the the way the story went was all the same people that are screaming, you know, you should, you know, be kneeling, you should, you know, show patriotism and respect for the flag and respect for the country and all that other stuff are the same people who say, I need to have guns in case I need to revolt against the government.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that no. I mean, there's organized militia, yeah. which is revolt against the government, and then there's just people who are all about the Second Amendment.
2: But it's so stupid. Who actually thinks that, I don't care what the militia is. I don't care if the militia has a couple of tanks. No, the
1: militia, that was back in the day, right? The same time when when the Second Amendment was written, when you could actually revolt against the government, and everybody had a musket. Nowadays, it's organized militia, a bunch of guys with M-16s, Going up against drones, yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> and but that's what I was gonna say is that I don't care who you are. I don't care if the militia. Like, I mean, you've seen like uh, people tell you know like the Michigan apparently has a has a really big militia. Um, but I don't care how many they have. I don't care if they've got five thousand people, and I don't care if they actually have a bunch of tanks, yeah, and shit like that. All all the all the army needs is one gunship from five miles away <laughs> to basically nuke those fuckers yeah. into oblivion. They could even drop in on a SEAL team and take out everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and it would be like, oh yeah, there was this little thing going on, but now they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we heard about something going on and we just killed them all. Yeah. And so no more, no more Michigan militia or whatever state it would be or whatever, anything, because it would be the, the fact that anyone, that any group of people are pompous enough to think we could take on the army mm. The, the the I mean the U S they spend more money on military like on military Even, shit especially since Trump yeah than fucking anything and the next closest line item in the budget is like kabillions of dollars less oh, yeah. than they spend on the de- quote unquote defense um, but you're not defending yourself at that point um, like I I read somewhere that apparently there's this uh, you know like I don't know, I don't know how conspiracy theory it is so I, it could well just be a bunch of B S. But, uh, listen to me, I said BS instead of bullshit. Like, I'm really fucking concerned about what I say on this thing. Um, but apparently there's, there's like, some kind of, like, holding field somewhere where they just have shit that they've bought and paid for mm. from, like, military contractors and yeah. haven't used yet. Like, apparently there's, like, 150 uh, F-22 Raptors. Really? That are just, like, fucking sitting there. And those, those are, like, $50 million. Dollars dust. A, yeah, $50 million a piece or some shit like that. But they buy them all from wherever they... Why, who makes those things? I, I, I don't fucking know. Uh, Bl- GE or,
1: yeah. or, or Westinghouse Some, or something? Yeah.
2: Blamo Plane Company who makes <laughs> these things and they're just sitting there now because like, well, you know, we spent the money on them and, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll send them against the Michigan militia. Northrop Grumman. They're a big oh, one. maybe. Yeah, yeah. Or who's the other one? There's fuck... Who's that other big-ass motherfucker like plane shit making people? I can't well, think there's
1: of... Boeing and there's no, there's... no, no. The
2: ones that make actual like, like they the... make the military shit. The Boeing makes military shit. Yeah, they just make like seven forty seven. They sh-
1: that's that's what you know about them. But they buy the, those government contracts, that's why they get money to build the other stuff. Those oh. government contracts for doing military shit are the huge ones, which is why a company like Northrop Grumman and GE and Westinghouse, the ones that make your microwaves and dishwashers, yeah. They're living off government contracts, okay. making missiles.
2: Nice. Yeah. Okay. So okay, so we talked a little bit uh, just at the, um, a minute ago. We talked a little bit about the the Las Vegas shooting thing. So I figured that's will go with our first piece of uh, our first piece of news. So it was very. <laughs> so this is from um, this is from Christian Week magazine. Of course, uh, Max Lucado from uh, October third. And the, the title of the article is Las Vegas Shooting, How to Deal with Anxiety. Okay. So there's, this, there's all this talk about this, you know, whether this guy had, um, you know, mental health issues or like, oh, well, clearly he had some mental health <laughs> issues. Clearly. But, um, you know, like what he was dealing with and shit like that. But uh, I thought this was pretty interesting. So, so the article goes, how much more can we take? That's a good question. Uh, a mass shooting in Las Vegas. Puerto Rico uh, continues to reel in the wake of yet another devastating hurricane. Mexico City re- uh, remains uh, in a state of uh, in a state of earthquake induced decimation. Families left homeless. Uh, innocent lives taken. All this other stuff. Um, and so my first question is, and, and th- I thought this is pretty interesting: is where was God in all this? Mm-hmm. Um, because. As I you, turned around for a second. <laughs> I turned around for one second. Well, actually, it's more like a couple of weeks. But, you know, well, I guess, God, it's one second. But, uh, and all this shit happened. But what I found very interesting is um, the people that, the people that write this kind of shit, like uh, Max. Max, um, when you get a chance, crack open your Bible and uh, turn, to, uh, turn to Psalm and read uh, Psalm 121.7. Because that's a really good one. Because in Psalm one seven, Dean, as you know, um, God says that he will protect you from all harm. Except. <laughs> I, when, I, now, I looked, and in my Addendum? Bible, it didn't have an asterisk. <laughs> it didn't have an asterisk. So I don't know, uh, I'm, I'm not sure what's, what's going on there. But. Maybe okay. means after you die. Like, but you can
1: die a horrible, gruesome death then he'll protect you from harm
2: after it's already done so if i get <laughs> I like eat, i don't know so if i get like eaten by a lion don't worry buddy i'm i just as just as soon as you're dead yeah. it's all i got then i got you yeah lions are horrible too because they eat you while you're still still alive uh, yeah they start yeah it's like um you look me down of, um,
1: and they'll be chomping away at your intestines
2: like uh, jurassic park yeah, yeah. When we yeah. uh, was talking about that kid, you yeah, know, the slices yeah. of the belly open. It's like, the point is, you know, you're you're alive when they start, start to eat, eat you. you yeah. When they start to eat you. That's crazy. Anyway, um, Max has the answers. Okay, let's see. Okay.
1: Hit me with it, Max. All right.
2: So, so certainly the onslaught of natural disasters, global tensions, and personal challenges is real. So, he's going back to the mental health issues. Uh, you, or someone you know, is facing foreclosure, fighting cancer, or... Just having problems dealing their dealing with the flood or things like that. These are the natural disasters. Where can we turn? When your anxiety please threatens, don't say the Bible. <laughs> don't ruin the story. <laughs> when your money, anxiety threatens to overwhelm you, take these steps immediately. Immediately, immediately. All right. Let me first one get, is let me get out a pen. <laughs> all right, first one is pray. So he was taking a drink, and I didn't wait this time. I just, gotta, you gotta wait for this <laughs> I just say, pray. Oh, my okay. God. Yeah, that's the first yeah. thing and you should do. And pray immediately. immediately. Okay? <laughs> Don't stew over your problems. Waste Don't, more time. Do, yeah. do not stew over your problems that are troubling you or your neighbor. Immediately ask God for help as soon as you identify the need. Why do you have to identify the fucking? He doesn't. He know what the fucking problem is. It's like he's the one who caused it. I, I was look. I was gonna help you, but there's so much shit going on. You got to tell me what it is. It's like he punches you in the face and says, "What's wrong?" Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, but what's what's funny is right. Okay, so you have okay. So like like you and you and Meredith or Shannon and I. You know, we get into an argument or something like that, or something's bothering us. We can't expect our spouses to come to us and say, "Well, this is the problem, and how I'm gonna, and this is how we're gonna fix it." No. What? Because they can't know what's going on, but God should know what's going on. <laughs> so, like everybody else, has a reason for saying, "Hey, you know, you got to tell me what the problem is before I can fix it," because you gave me that weird look for a second. like, no, where but the fuck are you going because, with?
1: This? No, because I'm, I was saying that that women do expect you to know what the
2: problem. Is. Well, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes only when you fuck up. Sometimes we fuck up, right? But, but so we can't expect our spouses or our anybody anybody else in our lives to understand what's going on, but. Shouldn't fucking God know? He Like, if, he should know.
1: Yeah. If anybody knows, he should know.
2: Yeah. Step number two. It's pray again. <laughs> pray again? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. It's, hang on. It's pray specifically. Oh. Because okay. God's fucking stupid. So is, isn't this? Shouldn't this be 1A, then? Nope, 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 nope. When we boil our concerns down to a specific request, they become right-sized. I have no fucking idea what that means. Right-sizing? Yeah. This is like... Yeah. Vague threats no longer loom larger than concrete challenges. The answer is still yes, no, or maybe. Exactly. But, again, so I have to pray for help, and I have to be pers- specific, because God's dumb. <laughs> Just like, I, I'll help
1: you. You gotta tell me what I you need help with. I <laughs> didn't
2: know that was the problem. I'm oh. sorry.
1: You wanted me to help you with this. You didn't say so in your
2: first prayer. Yep. Step three. Let's pray again. <laughs> what? I'm fucking. I don't make this shit up. Um, pray for and with others. Wait, are, are these like. What? what these are say? the steps. No, what it did he right say here. at the beginning? Which, how many steps? It says take these steps. It didn't say how many steps there are. Take these steps praying? I, listen, they're all pray. <laughs> <laughs> right now, all of the steps are pray. There are four of them. They're all pray. Wow. So the next one is pray for and with others. When we consider the problems of others and enlist their help with ours, our concerns become more manageable. Yes, I totally agree. But
1: he's not hes not saying we should help. He's saying you he should pray. Right. That's not helping. But no, when we pray, we're going to get help, right? No, he sa- he said... When you get together with others and help them,
2: yeah, but they mean help through prayer. But that's not helping. This is thoughts and pr- don't you the whole the thoughts and <laughs> prayers thing, right? I'm helping. I prayed for you. It's like that meme, right? Prayer when you care enough to do the very. But least.
1: He's, he's that. But that point, I will entirely agree with him. If you get together with others, explain your problems
2: and help each other. Sure, you will be better off at the end of the day you than you were at the Max beginning. Doesn't know because Max is really specific here about praying. <laughs> So, who knows more about this, you or Max? Because, come on. Now, the last one is pray again. Um, And it's pray with Thanksgiving. Now, I I I had turkey and cranberries, but I guess you can have turkey and prayer.
1: Um, I I went, um, we had um, Thanksgiving dinner with Meredith's family on on Saturday. Um, And they all prayed. They did the, you know, spectacles, testicles, wallet, and watch, and the whole deal. I didn't know
2: her family was Catholic. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought because okay, so I met her mom. I I don't know if I've met a lot of her family, but I met her mom, and it was at was it a thing last year? Yeah, it was
1: one of her birthdays. It was a birthday thing or something. It was a
2: birthday thing last year, and I met her, and she didn't come off as Jeebusy. No, she is. I didn't know until Meredith said she's like hyper Mm jibousy. Um. But I didn't know it was Catholicism. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't know that.
1: No, yeah. Meredith was an altar server and all that kind of stuff and right
2: in the, the, the thick of the Catholic Church. S- how do you serve altars? <laughs> I don't know what it means. No. Um, okay, so pray with thanksgiving. Anxiety and gratitude cannot occupy the same space. I don't know what with the physics department they had working on that. <laughs> they trying, you know, like, I know two objects can't occupy the same space. <laughs> Um, but when we catalog what we are thankful for, our list of challenges grows less powerful. So is this guy seriously asserting that if you're, if you are thankful as you're praying your problems, just by doing that, your problems will lessen? Uh, yeah. Cause that's
1: fucking dumb. You know, if you actually have a problem with anxiety, You should go see a doctor. Yes,
2: they'll give you like pills and shit. Yeah, or therapy, like CBT
1: and shit. Or and yeah, and therapy—things that people uh, that 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 are clinically
2: proven to work. Yep. And he closes. He's got a little. He's got a little footnote here. Anxiety comes with life, my friend, but it doesn't have to dominate your life. The path to peace is paved with prayer. Let's invite God to reframe the way we face our fears and win the war on worry. I didn't know there was a war on worry. <laughs> war on Christmas, war on worry. Exactly. Who started the war on worry?
1: Is that our fault? I'm worried I might have had something to do with it. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> no, but I mean... Uh, with his help, we can find calm in a chaotic world. Why did he make this chaotic
1: world if he's going to calm us down? I, I mean, don't just know. Just do it right in the first place, you fuck nut.
2: All right, let's listen. Let's turn to a good news story. Okay? <laughs> pray tell, Michael. <laughs> pray tell. Okay. Um, before me, I have undeniable proof that God can transform lives. Oh. Go ahead. Okay. Remember that, that, those bunch of fucknuts nuts duck dynasty? mm mm-hmm. Those, those mm-hmm. idiots? Okay. So, Missy Robertson, I don't know who the, the fuck she was. Right. She was one of the she was one of the Dynasty folk. Okay, I suppose.
1: I've never seen the show. I don't know.
2: Uh, neither, neither have I. Um, Duck Dynasty star Missy Robinson is on a mission to help women find new purpose in life, and she's partnering with Faithwire to share this harrowing, and tragic, and ultimately uplifting stories of women. I I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I got I no know. problem with that. Well, we, we will. Sing it. <laughs> we will. Sing it okay. from the mountains, sister. I want the world to hear from some of these women because I'm amazed what they've overcome, Robertson said at the start of as, of one episode. So basically, I'm not going to read the whole story, but basically this this first uh, woman, her name is Brandy, and we'll talk more about Brandy in a second. Um, Brandy went through some horrible shit. Uh, broken home, sexual abuse... Uh, physical abuse, like all of the abuses. Yeah. Right? And she came out on the other side. Yeah. Good for Brandy. She came out on the other side. Horrible, horrible abuses, neglect. Um, uh, Missy, uh, so now this is Brandy talking. Um, She, meaning Missy, brought me a Bible. I remember I cussed it like a dog I told her I didn't want it, is what Brandy recalled. But something in me took that Bible anyway. I had no clue. I had never opened a Bible to this point. Brandy realized that she wanted to learn who God is. But didn't Brandy already come out the other side of this? Yeah. And now... So now now, after
1: she's already... She's already lived through it. Now Mi- yeah. the
2: Bible comes into hell. That's right. It's totally post hoc. But now Missy is telling her how she did it. Brandy realized that she wanted to learn uh, learn who God is. So she embarked on a journey. And October 24th, 2011, she finally accepted Christ. Barf. No time? Doesn't say. Yeah, it's like time of death time of life. I don't know. Um, it's a day... That serves as a starting point. That will live in away, me. Away from Brandy's dark and bitter past. And toward an entirely new world. It's like the um, uh, Aladdin, right? A whole new world. Yeah, I'm a whole still new world. Yeah. failing
1: to see how the Bible did this. It, it sounded, didn't do it. It sounded like she did it on her own.
2: It didn't do it. But you know what's really funny? They're going to be putting this shit on TV. Yeah. It doesn't say where yet. Okay. Hopefully so, on a channel that nobody watches. Yeah, exactly. Um, while working with Robinson, Brandy went on to finish school. So this is now, this is post, right? Okay. So after accepting Jeebus and shit like that. So she came out on the other side, I don't know, through therapy. It does, It's not specific how she came out on the other side. But after that, she went on to finish school and is now thinking about opening a recovery house to help other women who struggle with issues. I think that's a good thing. Brandy's doing this? Yeah. Awesome. I'm turning my mess into a message and my test into a testimony, she said. It became, quote unquote, God's life to do with as he wants it, meaning Uh, her life.
1: Why are you giving away the credit you deserve for pulling shit out of the fire?
2: Yep. And you talked about this before. Take credit. So it's like, what I've always found really funny is... This this catch twenty two right, where when the bad shit happens, they never blame God. They don't blame God for the natural disasters, even though we read last <laughs> week that God allows this shit to happen and sometimes actually causes this shit to happen. Yeah. But they don't blame God for it. No. It's a fallen world. It's uh you know I reap what I'm I'm reaping what it's I sow. The devil. You know or, some, or the devil or something like that. But when the good shit happens, it's all fucking because of him because yeah. he came in at the last second and swooped down and made everything better.
1: Yeah. Fuck off. So <laughs> <laughs> fucking stupid. But I mean like even like like for big sporting events,
2: both teams are praying on both sides. Exactly. Somebody loses. Exactly. Um yeah, like this year, God was obviously not on the Blue Jays side.
1: Right? Obviously
2: not. Obviously not. Much to Well, S- because they're from a a, a
1: heathen town,
2: right? <laughs> Much to Shannon's uh, chagrin. Okay, now I actually have a good news story. You better <laughs> <laughs> I got your hopes up and fucking squished up <laughs> with the last one. No, this is actually a good news story. All right. So, um, so, I don't know how much, we, it doesn't get talked about a lot in Canada. What doesn't? Um, how much religion kind of high, like tax, like taxable things and how much religion kind of gets for free and all that other shit. Oh, I, yeah, okay, go ahead. But it gets talked about a lot in the US. Um, the The Freedom from Religion Foundation mm-hmm. has just won the first round um, to basically make it harder for U.S. clergy to claim housing allowances as tax deductions. Nice. Okay. To the tune <laughs> to the tune of eight hundred million dollars. So that's how much would be additionally paid. That's how much. That's how. So basically. Um, like, uh, well, I'll, I'll read the story. But, okay, the but government would yeah. get
1: an, an additional $800
2: million? Right. But basically what happened was, is clergy and stuff like that were trying to do these write-offs. Yeah. And the, and the Freedom From Religion Foundation found out about it. They sent their team of lawyers after them, and they went in, and basically the, the, the court, um, the circuit judge, um, was in favor of the argument made by the Freedom From Religion Foundation, saying, no, you can't take these tax deductions. So it saved the U.S. government $800 million yeah. because they got an extra, or they haven't gotten the money yet, right? Because obviously this isn't an well, yeah, ongoing thing. Well, k- yeah, they're going to keep fighting it, yeah. But if it stands, then they'll get an extra $800 million in tax revenue. That's awesome. Which is good, especially and given all the shit going on in the U.S. I could probably use... I bet you fucking Florida and Puerto Rico and well, Texas. Well, it would be nice
1: if that money was used for what it should be used for, yeah, right? Ex- and it's it probably be. just going to be given to the military or something.
2: Yeah. Um, sadly, that's the um, that's all the good news I have.
1: But a rem- I, I, I was it made me think because there was an article that I'm looking for right now. I can't find it. Um, they did a... Study of, and they found out that the church is the biggest money maker, like in all of the United States. It said, like, with the hospitals and everything like mm-hmm. that, it makes like $1.2 trillion or something a year. It
2: doesn't surprise me.
1: Um, it said more than the top 10 tech companies combined.
2: That's crazy.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know if I can find it right now, but it's, it was just in, like, a ridiculous amount of money.
2: Yep. But it's way too much for Joe Olstein to open up the doors to his church. Oh,
1: of course not. He might have to shampoo the carpets.
2: Exactly. That takes out his bottom line, man. <laughs> He's got to get those fucking teeth shined up. he got to fuel that up.
1: jet so he can get the
2: fuck out. Yeah. Well, um... Now, I don't make these names up, right? <laughs> so... Uh, from Christianity Today, um, Kate Shelnut reports, um, Trump exempts religious employers from birth control coverage. Uh, uh, what do you mean? I, 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 don't, I
1: don't get it. What do you, what do so you mean?
2: so the, this came down last week, where now employers... Okay, well, let me just read the story. Employers, including... Christian run businesses and nonprofits can opt out of com- contraception coverage required under the Affordable Care Act because that still hasn't been repealed yet, right? Um, thanks to new rules issued by the Trump administration. The regulations exempt employers who object to treatments like birth control pills, emergency contraceptions, and sterilization due to sincerely held religious beliefs or moral convictions. Of course, why not? So your boss can now say, "No, you can't have birth control because, because um, I like church." But is that is that covered like normally? So what happened was is that under the Affordable Care Act, you could you go to your insurance company, and you say because because the employers right under under Obamacare, employers had to make care available and like do supplements and shit like that. I don't know about all the nuances of it. And if I'm wrong, please send us an email to ca rogers.com and tell me how fucked up I am. But, um, basically they had to, they had to pay for portions of it. So now, so it helped and it helped the, um, the employees have affordable coverage. Now, so hobby lobby, right? This Mm -hmm. happened last year, right? With hobby lobby where hobby lobby is a person. (laughs) Yeah. And because hobby lobby is a person, they can say this is against our religious beliefs and we don't have to cover shit like that. Well now, Trump has put this stamp on it and said now nobody has to deal with it if they don't want to.
1: So if you're if the actual employer, not the the company as a whole is like or or like if, if it's the actual guy at the top yeah. says I like god and he doesn't want you to not have kids. I'm not going to, you can't get it covered.
2: That's right. So you can still get contraception, but you'll, it won't be covered under your insurance. You have to pay full price for it.
1: Yeah. Making well, it more difficult for the people who need it most. Exactly.
2: And saving that employer the money. Then, well, at least that way you can tie it to the church.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but I mean, anybody, because even, God, even if they're not like, you know, against abortion or whatever, and they just want to make a, they just want to, their bigger, their bottom line be a little bit fatter. Yeah. They could say the same thing.
2: Yep. Now this this next story doesn't have okay, it doesn't exactly have a lot to do with religion itself, but but the person involved in it is a religion nut. Right. So that's why I wanna talk about it. So who, one of the people who I think is really the puppeteer behind so much of this shit, the VP Mike Pence. In the US. Yeah, that he, uh, fucking guy. I don't think you can go any more right than that.
1: Oh no, he is right up against the wall. I think you almost come back around. <laughs>
2: he's so, so right, he's almost yeah, left. And and the thing that gets me is that I don't think people understand. I, I don't want to say people like people are stupid, but I don't want to. I don't think a lot of people understand or see. And I could be wrong about this, but I think Pence. Is responsible for a lot of shit that's going down right now.
1: You think he's a bugging
2: I think ear? he's whispering in Trump's ear saying we gotta do this, this is our our base wants this, our base wants that. Yeah. Don't aggravate our base, blah 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 blah, which are all or which are mostly hardcore right wingers, right? All your base are belong to us. So with that in mind, I think Pence is, is, is the wheel man for a lot of this shit.
1: Well, yeah, we'd never we'll never know, right? No, um, probably not. Because Trump will never give credit to anybody else for things that he does but i yeah it's troubling Be- yeah <laughs> it's difficult to say because like before trump was president he was never that big a religious guy no like he didn't he didn't care about the sanctity of marriage he didn't care about abortion and stuff like that i'm sure he paid a bunch of women to you know get rid of mistakes that he had made and um but now it's all about you know prayer circles in the Oval Office and mm-hmm. you know defunding Planned Parenthood and all this crazy crap. And I,
2: I, is it really that important to his base? Is to his? I think it is isn't important to his base. I don't think. But he how many gives people is he pissing off it. with it? Well, with
1: this, like people that who, v- who voted for him. I right. hope. I can only hope. And pray that, <laughs> that the people who voted for him, like the the people out in the
2: breadbasket who voted for him, can see now that they made a mistake. I don't know, the, but the problem is, and we have we we deal with the same shit in Canada, right? Conservatives vote, right? More than than non- liberals, yeah. More than liberals. Liberals get complacent. I think that's one of the reasons why the NDP has had a hard time in Canada. Um, they've had a lot of leadership problems I'm not, I'm not saying that if everybody voted that they would walk away with anything but uh, like, like when people, I think the reason why Mulroney and Harper and, these, and Martin and some of these people well, Martin, sorry, Martin was liberal, but I think some of the reasons why these people did so well is because conservatives vote they get out there and they mm-hmm. vote because they, they think it's their, the right thing to do and it's the same in the U.S., where I think it was a lot of liberal voters. Like, you had the, the Bernie or Bus people, right? So, because Bernie got out, fuck it, I'm not voting. Yeah. And I think that had a lot to do with some of the swing states and how it got fucked up and how now Trump is is yeah. primo fuckboy. But... But all all the polls were wrong. All the polls yes, were wrong. Yes, all of them were wrong, yeah. And, I mean, none of us are, are, are political scientists, so, I mean, I don't fucking have any idea. But I don't think Trump gives a fuck Either way, but Pence cares. And I think Pence is the one, and that's why I say I think Pence is the one behind the scenes whispering the ear, you know, our our base would really like it if you did this. Yeah, you're probably right. And he just adopts this thing and says, well, now, you know, we should really do this thing, right? Whatever that thing is. And in this case, it's, you know, contraception, Planned Parenthood. Because he doesn't
1: even tweet anything about religion. Like, he was pissed off at the the football guys, but, I mean, that's not religion. That's that's the flag. Yeah yeah and
2: what I'm what I'm scared for is marriage equality. Yeah that's what I'm that's afraid is the next thing that's going to go on the radar and then on their on their radar and then on the chopping block. yeah right? Well that
1: was that was held up by sp- the Supreme Court right they, It
2: was and it was and and I know that Trump said earlier he said you know this marriage equality is a settled issue. I but I, I'm not convinced. With enough of these poking and and enough of these whispers that Pence can't turn it around somehow.
1: So is is it is it marriage equality throughout the United States or is it just certain states? No, it's it's everywhere now. It's everywhere. Yeah, okay. marriage
2: equality is the law in all of the United States now. Okay. Okay. Um and I'm and I'm just afraid that somehow he's gonna find a way, he being Pence. Yeah. Because again, I don't think Trump cares. I don't think Trump cares that two women or two men do whatever they do in the privacy of their own homes, or walking down the street holding hands, or any yeah. other shit. Nothing, it, it doesn't fucking matter. He's
1: in his golden tower. He yeah.
2: doesn't care. I don't think he cares, but Pence fucking cares. Yeah, and that's why I'm afraid. Of, that's why I'm afraid. For. That's
1: what I, I don't understand. Why religious people or right wing people or whatever care? What? What? What does difference does it make? Why do you
2: care? It may, has no impact on your life. Because Bible. And I don't know that it goes any deeper than that. But it, it, they, they don't even
1: have to come in contact with these people. It makes no difference to them. I know. If they, if they say, okay, gay people, I'll get married, whatever, do whatever yeah. you want, their life would not change in any way, shape, or form. It Except doesn't... they might spend a little bit more time thinking about something else.
2: Maybe. But it, no, no. I mean, you're right. And in, 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 You're right in that it Because doesn't... they don't
1: hang around gay people, so they wouldn't even know. Exactly.
2: It's not like all of a sudden, um, you know, the the LGBT community is going to be walking down the street, you know, throwing their semen in people's faces (laughs) or some shit like that. Well, that's just it. Nothing would change. I mean, it's part of the law right
1: now. It's part of the law. They can get married. It's the law. Nothing has changed. Yeah. In their lives. Yep. I mean, in gay people's lives, of course, now they can actually—they actually have the right to for a civil union. And these,
2: but these, but these, uh, these, these religious nuts, nothing has changed in their lives. But the problem is, and and this is and this is where, and and this is what I think part of part of it comes down to, is that I don't think, and I could be wrong, but I don't think that they like that it's even going on. So you're right; it doesn't affect their lives. So the fact that two men or two women or whatever it is can get married. Or, you know, whether someone is uh, cisgendered or transgendered or, you know, whatever, whatever spectrum they fall on. I don't know if spectrum is an offensive word. I apologize. I'm not trying to be offensive because I, I just don't know all the terminology. But whatever you happen to be and you want to be with another person that falls out of the, um, you know, traditional heterosexual union, I think they're pissed off that it even exists... <laughs> And, and because they might get offended if they see two men walking down the street holding hands, uh, because that makes... And I think the problem is it makes them feel uncomfortable. And that's what's causing the butt hurt. I don't, and I don't think it's a really deep issue. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to say, okay, deep issue. That's the wrong thing to say. I don't think it's much deeper than that. I think they're pissed off that they have to put up with it and they don't want it in their in their country and their America and they want to be able to stop it and change it. And if they and I think there are lots of these ultra conservative people where if they had the way and if they had a room without windows, they would kill gay they would kill members of the LGBTQ community. They would they would do everything they could to take away their rights. Uh, I'm I mean I'm seriously I am talking about internment camps and extermination. Yeah. I think that's how crazy some of these people are all because hey, wow, I'm a dude and I think that other dude's really hot and I want to have sex with that dude because I'm not into girls. Who fucking cares? Yeah. But I think they do. Wow, that was a long rant off of our story. But I mean,
1: it just, it's just makes no sense at all. You're right.
2: It doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't make... And and for people yeah, like... And but, there are so many people who just sit there and say, well, but, and this is the problem, right? Because Pence is the one poking, 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 base, yeah. base, base. This is important to our base, 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 base. And the problem is that I think There are too many liberals, and this is just my impression, there are too many liberals who just say, (laughs) and who don't go out and take an active part in the process, and that allows these people with these fucked up ideas to steamroll things through.
1: Well, that's just it. It's people like us who sit there and roll our eyes at these people,
2: but that don't do anything, like don't don't do anything to make the laws change. Do you ever not vote? No. No, I fucking, I make it a point. I look at it as my absolute responsibility to vote.
1: Yeah, well, my parents uh, grew up in a place where they weren't allowed to. Right. So they instilled it in us that, like, when they when they came to Canada, they were saying, we can vote now, we're going to do that every yeah. chance we get.
2: Exactly. I've never so. missed an opportunity to vote. Yeah. And I think, and it's kind of flying, in, because I, I don't want to be complacent in that way. Because I, I truly believe that if you don't vote, shut the fuck up, yeah. you can't fucking complain. Yeah. You didn't help to be part of the solution. You are part of the problem. So, I, so, again, I think, you know, ultra-conservative, base, 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 whisper, whisper, do these things. And then Trump is just, yeah, whatever, fine, I don't really care about it, but it makes people like me, so I'll do it. And, I mean, they uh, Republicans control the House, the Senate. Um, you know, they, w- once Trump gets through, they're going to control all three branches of government. Yeah. All three branches will be controlled by Republicans they and they and, they, and it, the problem is is that so much of that, I think a good portion of that comes down to complacency on the part of some liberals. and, and I think that's part of the problem. So okay, so let's get back to our story. Um, now this like I said this doesn't exactly have to do with the religion, but but the person doing it, woohoo So um, Vice president Mike Pence walked out of the San Francisco 49ers uh, San Francisco and in, in Indianapolis Colts game Sunday after about a dozen players took a knee during the National Anthem. The former Indiana governor attended the game to watch Peyton Manning's jersey retirement ceremony, but he left after some of the 49ers took a knee. Um, and he's, he's quoted, so he, he sent out a couple of tweets. I left today's Colts game because at POTUS and I... Um, will not dignify any event that disrespects our soldiers, our flag, or our national anthem. How many times are they going to say that? It's got nothing to do with those things. Yep. He followed up with a couple of other tweets. Um, And he says, while everyone is entitled to their own opinions, I don't think it's too much to ask NFL players to respect the flag and our national anthem. And then the last one that he has here says, I stand with at POTUS Trump. I stand with our soldiers, and I will always stand for our flag and our national anthem. And we'll just go over the fact that he capitalized flag. Um, I would
1: very much like to see if he stands up when he's sitting on his couch watching a game at home.
2: Yeah, that's th- you've seen the memes, right? Yeah. That happens all the time. Yeah. You know, the guys, the people that are sitting there drinking beer and yeah. stuff like that, saying those motherfuckers should be standing and when they're-, they're sitting there guzzling beer back. But yeah. no, you're right in what you said. So, you, so sorry. I will always be like, uh, let's check that. Yeah, but this doesn't have anything to do. And it's funny because I bet you that Pence. So, the whole idea with the whole national anthem thing, and again, I don't want to spend too much time on this because it doesn't have anything to do with God. But from a from a from a social perspective, social justice perspective, I guess the biggest thing, and I think one of the main reasons why they're not standing like the anthem itself when you hear like the second verse of the anthem the anthem talks about you know like basically you know no slaves will be able to get away and we'll find them and fucking kill them i'm paraphrasing a little yeah. bit but it says that in there so all of that shit like we only like this part that only ever gets sung at sporting events is just the first little bit yeah. but there are like two or three other whole verses because apparently the anthem itself is quite long uh, two or three other verses that say some crazy shit. And it was people like uh, Colin Kaepernick, who the, he was who I, obviously the first one, who said, I ain't put up with this shit, and takes the knee. And then other people are doing that. They look at it as, uh, like people like Pence and other people, they look at it as, oh, they're they're disrespecting, stuff like that. It doesn't have anything to do with, like you said, it doesn't have anything to do with the soldiers, it doesn't have anything to do with the flag. Um, and... Whatever happened to something that the Americans hold so highly, and that's freedom of speech?
1: Yeah. First Amendment.
2: Yeah. Well, it's even like
1: like there was a thing that came out afterwards that said if uh, like uh, Rosa Parks saying that Rosa Parks was like uh, was disrespecting the transit system or something like that. I mean, yeah.
2: it wasn't about that. It's about racial equality. Yep. And and even though I mean, it's funny. I think that Canada. I think we do it better. Better. Um, I think we do it better. I think Not. I still don't think we do it right. No, um, but I think we do it better, and I think we do it better more. Um, but I think we have to. I think we still have to do better. I think everybody still there's has a, to. It's do a better.
1: there's a long way to go, and it it it, just like in the states, it varies depending on where you are, right? Yep. You know, yep. It, it, in the southern states, they've got miles more to go to to go than in places like New York or Los Angeles. But I mean, even in those places, there's a there's a lot of ground to make up. Mm-hmm. And just like in Canada, there's a lot of ground to make up.
2: Yeah. I think I could have easily, like, I could have easily gone the other way. Cause like I shared before, my dad was racist. Yeah. Some of the shit that he, cause we grew up in an area that was not particularly diverse. I think I've shared this before, but it was not diverse. And some of the things I heard him say, some of the things I will never, like I, I have said, people have said to me, Oh, tell me what was so bad. Tell, me, and, I've, and I've said it under those sermons. I'm like, listen, I'll say, I'll say these things, but. They're disgusting things. And I, so I, I'm not going to share them here cause I don't want, I just, I don't want to, but some of the things I heard him say, I could have easily swung the other way. Yeah. You know, and been crazy. Like, and like you're Brown, right? You're fucking about how's Brown. <laughs> like, I, but I don't, eh, I could have easily gone the other way. I'm glad I didn't. Um, but yeah, so we certainly aren't perfect by any stretch here in, in Canuck land. Um, Okay, so let's move on to another feel-good story. All right, Islam wants to destroy Europe. Uh, okay, <laughs> I lied; it wasn't Go a feel-good story. <laughs> um, let, let, let them try. Okay,
1: I thought they were they were trying to take over the world by like by like immigrating into these different places and just inundating them with so many that it becomes a Muslim state.
2: Well, there was a there was a um, Sam Harris writes about it in Letter to a Christian Nation. He um, he was talking about polls and stuff like that, suggested that France will be a majority Muslim country by 2025. Wow. Because Muslims breed. <laughs> it's just the truth, right? Yeah. It is just the truth. You know, my, our, our next-door neighbors, right? Cindy and, oh, fuck, I shouldn't say their names. Um, and her husband. Um, they have four wonderful children. They're, they are, you know, they are Muslim. They both converted. They are? They both converted to Islam. Yep. Really? They both converted to Islam, and they have four beautiful children, but that's another of, of Muslims breeding. I thought he was Christian. No. Oh, no, you're talking about the other side. okay. The other side is, is, uh, is Catholic. Okay.
1: Okay. Right? That makes more sense.
2: Catholic from South America.
1: Okay. Yeah, okay. That the makes other sense. Okay.
2: side is, like, Canadian, both Canadian-born... But, um, but converted to Islam.
1: Okay, why?
2: I don't know. Well, he he shared his story with me basically about how he he had a he had a Muslim friend, and he was he was still religious, like he was a Christian, and he but he was you know, having issues with his faith. I've I've contemplated like I've asked him if he wanted to be on the podcast. He said he would come on the podcast, um, and I've, I've been just trying to work out like exactly what discussion I would have with him and stuff like that, um, but. Uh, but anyway, so, or I should say we, because it would be both of us, obviously. But when I was having the discussion with him about what we would talk about, is what I meant to say. Um, like, he was, he was a Christian, and he was faltering in his faith or something like that. And he had a friend who was Muslim, and so he started investigating. And for some reason, it just clicked, and he converted to Islam. And when he met his now wife, they talked, and she didn't convert right away. I've watched it over the past 11 years that we've been here where it's been a gradual process. <laughs> all of their children as their children have been born have been brought up uh, in the in the Islamic tradition but it was a it was a gradual like she only just started wearing the hijab all the time mm. and she only just started some of these observances And I remember before like um, a bunch of years ago she would eat pork. Now she doesn't anymore. Mm. She wouldn't cook it for him or the children, but she would eat it because fucking bacon is delicious. <laughs> but she wouldn't. But but uh, she would still eat it herself, but she wouldn't have for anybody else. Now she has stopped as well.
1: Okay. So she's like full blown. Well, into I guess it. he just pushed her into it <laughs> i
2: don't know that he, i don't know that it's fair to say that because that's that doesn't seem like his style okay he's a gentle man he really it's difficult he to, really is
1: to 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 live in a household with with separate faiths. so i mean sure it is there's 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 so much conflict of interest not interest but i mean like actual conflict of interests
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> right no for sure <laughs> for sure okay so this is from uh cbn that, christian, christian broadcast, broadcast network, network. Thousands of Polish, yeah, yeah, that's right. Thousands of Polish Catholics united in a day of prayer aimed at saving Poland and the rest of the world. The event, titled "Rosary on the Borders," brought Poles. I don't. Is that is that? It says brought Poles. Is that a cool thing to say? Oh, for like identifying someone ups. from Poland as a as a Pole. Is, I don't, I I
1: I don't know. I haven't heard or, it, enough or is for Christian, it enough.
2: Or is CBN being think, being assholes? I think it's okay. Okay. I'm, I'm reading the article as it's written, so don't blame me. Blame Pat Robertson. Um, brought polls from across the country uh, to its approximately 2,000-mile border Saturday to recite the rosary and pray against the dangers that face them. They gathered on beaches, airports, fields, and other, and other points to pray. Some organizers say that the event was, was a simple prayer against the danger. Others see the meeting as a prayer against Muslim immigration into Europe. Uh, the date of the event was October 7th coincides with the Feast of Our Lady of the Rosary, a day celebrating the Christians' defeat of the Ottoman Turks in the Battle of Lepanto in 1571, uh, according to the Associated Press. Organizers credit the, the Battle of Saving Europe from Islamization, Mm -hmm. is the goal. One attendee, Helena, I'm going to fuck this up, Kotarska, sorry, Helena, uh, told the Associated Press, she was there to show gratitude for her life, uh, for the life of her son, who was spared in a car crash. I don't know what that means. But also to pray for the future of Christianity. She's quoted as saying, Islam wants to destroy Europe. They want to turn us away from Christianity, she said. Critics, some critics called the gathering anti-Muslim. Prime Minister Beta, oh, as I'm fucked this name up too. uh, I'm just going to say Prime Minister Beta from Poland tweeted her support for the event. Now, so what does this have to do with, okay. One of the things I want to talk about here is the difference between Islam and Muslims. Yeah. Because both of these things are said in this article. Yeah. Now,
1: as, as they're both used synonymously.
2: That's right. Now, while it is true that if if you look up Muslim in the dictionary, and it's it's and my understanding is it is pronounced Muslim, not Moslem, as I've heard so many people say. Uh, it's not M O S; it's M U. But the definition yeah. of Muslim. Is someone who, f- who is someone who follows the teachings of Islam. Do you did you pull it up there?
1: Um, I've got. Um, let me see. You're doing that. It's making me slower. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So, noun, a follower of the religion of Islam.
2: Okay. So while and so. But then it say. says
1: it's also got adjective relating to the
2: Muslims of
1: their religion.
2: Okay. So while it is fair to say that someone who is Muslim is someone who is, is someone a follower of the teachings of Islam, there is a difference between someone who is who is Muslim and someone who is Islamic. Okay? Now, you have and and the reason I say this is because you have people who are cultural Christians all the time. Right? How many Catholics have you heard of? Like for instance, you were just talking about um, uh, Meredith's family, yes. right? Yes. Being Catholic, yes. So, but do they go to like? Do they go to all of the things, or do they just hit the major days? Um,
1: definitely major days. I'm pretty sure they go to church on Sundays. Okay, but um, yeah, I think I think they mostly do. But yeah, all like the the,
2: the midnight mass on Christmas, yeah, and Easter and, and Christmas and <laughs> right. and christenings
1: and confirmations and all that right.
2: stuff. So there there are so many people who are cultural Christians, cultural Jews. And so you can also be culturally Muslim, right? Like, like my neighbors. Yeah. They, you know, I've never heard them, you know, screaming Allah Akbar, you know, in their backyard (laughs) as they're, you know, putting on their mock grenade vests. Whoa! Um, whoa! No, and the reason whoa. I say that is because they're they're not doing those things like some of the the, the extremist the uh, Islamic extremist terrorists are. Mm-hmm. Okay, they don't do those things. They are Muslim. They are practicing Muslims, and they follow the Islamic tradition, but they don't do all of those other things that some of the crazy uh, some of the crazy extremists do. Mm-hmm. Right, and so that's what I'm talking about is that to say to say that Islam wants to destroy Europe. All that is is a bunch of Christians saying they're trying to push us out of the way. Yeah. It
1: so now you gotta get you gotta get down to the numbers, right? Sure. That they they've gotta take it down to the numbers. How much of your country is Muslim is is, uh, is, is Muslims.
2: Yeah, that's something we'll have to look at. And up.
1: how many of them are, you know, fanatical? We're trying to actually take over your country.
2: Yeah, exactly. And
1: what do they mean by destroy? I, uh, do they yeah, mean, I mean do they mean just less Christians
2: i I think that's what they mean is less Christian now because it says here critics called the gathering anti-muslim now I am not uh, I mean I'm anti-religious yes I don't particularly and we've suddenly we never really talked much about Islam uh, on the CA before but I think Islam is just as much fucking bullshit as everything else oh yeah like it's just as fucking it's, stupid as Christianity you is. can
1: you can transpose. Any the word religion with any religion that there is, or transpose Christianity with with Islam, if it's 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 the same, the same bowl of crap.
2: Yeah, it is. It's, a, it's just <laughs> a different flavor of crap. Yeah,
1: it's and it's and it even starts with the same. Yeah, Abraham. You yep. know, it's, it's the same the story religion, which kind of ties Christianity into Christianity and and, and, yeah. and Judaism. It's, yeah,
2: it comes from the same seed. But it seems to me that this is just Christian butthurt, right? Yeah. Oh, they're trying to push us away. It's like if you. If if this story, because you hear the same kinds of things in the U.S., you know, Muslim this, Muslim that, trying to take over our country, uh, this and the other thing, you know, want to keep out the Muslims, right? The Trump's ban from the Muslim majority countries, trying to keep Muslims out, stuff like that. Even though Islam only like uh, Muslims only account for about, and I keep I keep substituting the two, and I shouldn't do that. Only account for about one percent of the U.S. population, but they keep on saying, oh, they're they're trying to put us out, they're trying to put us out. But all they're doing is they're they're breeding right yeah. they they're having larger families which for the most part a lot of other people aren't doing anymore right i talked to this before my parents had five kids my father had eight children cuz he had three from his first marriage yeah and then and then five i have one yeah you have two yeah right and i don't know if i mean i mean i don't know if you if your family had like if other like your mom and dad or something there if, if their siblings or stuff had or other parents had larger families uh, no everybody on my generation one or two. One or
1: two. Um, and then, if you go up to my parents' generation, they've got my parents do have more siblings. You go above that, and it's just ridiculous. Yeah. But I mean, um, I think my my mom is one of five or four. Right. Um, and then my dad has a brother and a sister. Yeah. So well, he had two brothers and a sister. One of them had Down syndrome. Um, yeah. So. But and but two sisters. Yeah, so, you know, they're all, like, they're, they're, they're basically one of five each, right? So, right. I mean, it just it, it, it gets more and more as you go back.
2: Yeah, and now it's less and less, with the it's, exception.
1: Exactly. It, it's, it's, it's less and less with certain people.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it's not less and less with certain faith traditions. Yes. Like, you know, like I said, Muslims breed. I well, Christians breed, too. A lot of Christians breed. Like, yeah, like, if you want to talk about, like, the Duggars and shit like that. But I think they're more the exception. If you look at the average Christian household... Versus the average Muslim household? I think you'd see a big disparity there. Well, Meredith is one of six. Okay. Right? And, uh,
1: yeah, there was only three of them are biological and three of them are adopted, but they're still being brought up in the the religion.
2: Still a family, for sure. Yep. So I think think this is Christian butthurt. Yeah. uh, Personally. Um, And especially because when you look at places like, you know, in Europe where Christianity had a foothold, you know, for so long. And still does
1: even in in their in their um, uh, government. Yes, for sure. The Church of England is a
2: huge part of their government. Oh, the C of e, yeah, For sure, yeah, it is. But so I think that's just Christian butthurt trying to uh, trying to just complain. Of, mm, they're they're trying to destroy us. Well, they're sa- they're
1: doing the same thing in the states with 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 uh, atheists and stuff, right? Like uh, we we don't want them to put up uh, their nativity scenes all over the place, like yeah. on on public land. Yep. Right, and they're getting all butthurt about that too.
2: Yep. This segues nicely into <laughs> what is our last uh, news story because we're fuck we're already at an hour. Okay. This segues what in uh, nicely into what is our last uh, news story. Now this is from I found a new source, Dean. Ooh. Yeah. Faith Today.
1: Faith Today. Faith
2: Today. This is um, and and that's it's Canadian. So this is Christ and culture in Canada. Okay. That's the. Um, That's the title. That's the, that's John Stackhouse Jr.'s regular column. Mm -hmm. And the title of the article is Celebrating Grace in All Religions, Especially Yours. What? Celebrating Celebrating Grace grace. in All Religion. So not what you say before dinner. No. (laughs) Okay. And especially yours. Okay. So it says here, and the the sub the subtitle is, or the subheading is, let's stop oversimplifying the differences in what religions teach. Okay. All right. How often have you heard the saying, religion is man reaching upward to God, while Christianity alone speaks to God reaching down to man? I've never heard that before. Yeah. But um, I guess... I guess uh, John thinks it's a big deal. Perhaps you've heard this uh, in a sermon or in a book. What about this old chestnut? I love that saying. (laughs) I love that saying. Other religions offer salvation by works, only Christianity preaches grace. You might have even used that one yourself. That's what they mean by grace. So basically, because Catholicism talks about grace plus works. Yeah. Catholicism is big on you got to do shit, right? Protestant Christianity is you are a fucking worm, you are you are disgusting, you don't you deserve hell, <laughs> and the only reason you're getting saved is because God is nice enough to save you from hell. Okay? All right. Now, that the world has uh, now that the world has come to Canada uh, in the form of uh, in the form of immigrants, of every race and religion, we have to reexamine inherited truths and beware of perpetuating stereotypes. Um, and I think that's I think that's an interesting statement, and I fun- I don't have a fundamental problem with that. We are a country of immigrants. Yes. Right. I am only first generation Canadian. Right. My father was born in Canada. My mother was not.
1: I can't even say I'm first generation Canada, Canadian. I wasn't born here.
2: Yeah. You're a fucking immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, but we all are, right? I mean, and immigration is one of our biggest strengths. Oh, yeah. Like, I, actually, probably our biggest strength, that the fact that we bring people in uh, and want people to come here and the mm-hmm. fact that people want to come here.
1: And the f- fact that we open our doors to people yeah. who need to get out of war-torn areas. Yep. Yeah. Like, ref, like the refugees and the people that, 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 when when America closed because of the towers going down, where did do most of those planes land? Here. Yep. Where did most of those people stay? In
2: our homes. Yep. Lots of it, for sure. So, and he gives an example here of one of the uh, faith traditions that was basically mocked and stuff like that. Uh, for example, what of the Hare Krishna's? You don't see, Krishna. Yeah, you don't see many Hare Krishnas anymore. You do at the airport. Yeah, I don't. I, I in fact, I can't remember the last time I, I saw saw. Um, I can't remember the last time I saw one. It's
1: been a while since I've been in the airport. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw them. Either the last time or the second last time I was in the, in the airport.
2: They're never just alone, right? So you no, it's always a, it's up. always a, a group. For a long time, these were these were commonly seen in airports, and on street corners banging their drums chanting their prayers and offering flowers and books for sale um, another major religion that uh, that speaks of God teaching down is Buddhism popular uh, popular forms uh, depict Buddha as a heavenly being who moved uh, who moved uh, who moved by compassion came to earth uh, to be born of Prince Siddhartha and grew up, uh, grew up as a sage. And didn't miss many mo- meals. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Buddha fat. Buddha belly. Um, yeah. What of Judaism? Which shares its ancestry with Christianity um, in, the, in the ancient uh, Israeli religion. Uh, thus shares, uh, Thus shares us Christians' belief in a God, who this is really poorly written, in a God who came down, to Earth, to spare us. Um, so, but what I think is really interesting about this is they talk here about everybody trying to like get along, right? Yeah. Why can't we all go? Why can't we all get along? Um, so he talked a little bit about Judaism there, right? Judaism was the first, mm-hmm. right? Obviously, of the yeah. monotheisms.
1: Yeah, and they and they, they they to this day they still go by the Old Testament.
2: Yep, and. But I, so he goes on a lot here and I'm not going to read too much, too much more of it because I think most of it just goes, just, um, just goes into bullshit yeah. and I'll, and I'll say why, because it, you're having keeps, some trouble reading it there. Well, <laughs> he also goes back to, he goes back to a bunch of things, celebrating grace and religions, especially, especially yours. So he talks about a bunch of other religions and all the faith traditions and stuff like that. And then says, and then uh, towards the end he says, he says, we have to, we have to be more accepting of these people. Um, well, Mr. Stackhouse, um, like so many other p- columnists that we read on the CA, I'm going to tell you to go read your Bible. Um, because not even in the Bible does it say to be accepting of other people. Why? Why would it? <laughs> yeah. So the very first fucking commandment.
1: Exactly. Thou shalt not have, well, thou shalt have no other gods
2: before me. That's right. Exodus thirty-four fourteen. Uh, do not worship other gods. Because, because the Lord, your God, is jealous.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> it says that right in the fucking Bible. So it's, um, the, it's
1: certainly not telling you to be accepting of other gods.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, so, I mean, I think this is just trying to, I think this is like fighting to try to get along. Um, and I think the reason, I think that some of the reasons that that happens is because people of faith are, are from different faiths. Are a lot of times faced with questions that they can't necessarily ask. Well, an the answer. thing
1: is, especially in the melting pots that we live in in the, the large cities of, of Canada and the United States, you're you're forced to work alongside people of other faiths. Yeah. And you end up liking these people, genuinely finding them to be friends and liking them. And then you but
2: but 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 yeah, they're they they're, they're not Christians. How can they be good people? Exactly. Or you know, or you know, or she wears a hijab. Yeah. You know, or look at that. You know, guy's star of David, or any of these other things. And so it, it's interesting. I've guess I've what heard, we're all humans. Yeah. Oh, absolutely for sure. I remember hearing story, and I've never been able to put this into practice because I'm too much of a big mouth. Um, but people there are lots of people within the atheist community who will not. Go out of their way to tell people early on in any kind of relationship, if working relationship, whatever it is, that they're an atheist. Mm-hmm. They will just be a good person, and they will just do good things and things like that. And then when and then when confronted with a hey, why don't you join me at chur-, you know what church do you go to, or why don't you come join us at our church uh, this this weekend? They just say oh you know I'm, I don't you know I I don't believe that stuff yeah. And then that person, well, what do you mean you don't believe that stuff? And, you know, the stories have been told. Well, you know, I'm actually, an, you know, I'm, I'm not a believer. I'm an atheist. Oh, really? And then these people have this, well, you know, this, I had this kind of misconception about what atheists are, you know, eating their babies and stuff like that. And because now I got to know this person, this person's actually a really a good person. Yeah. And they don't believe. I've never been able to do that because... It's something that I'm so passionate about. It comes up real fucking early.
1: Yeah. Well, I've actually been lucky in my working career that I, the people that I work most closely closely with are atheists. Yeah. And even if they don't come out and say it, they don't they don't believe, right? They're right. not they're not practicing or anything like that. So I mean, my my boss is totally atheist. Like, we were working late one night, and I came out like I said something. Against religions, I like, go, oh, I don't know if you're religious or anything. And he goes, no, I'm an atheist. So I was like, good, me too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Which I think is a good thing. So, oh, and I also found another, um, remember we were talking before, so we're talking about um, like religion in Canada. Yeah. I found some number, remember how we talked before about the percentages of numbers?
1: I just pulled that up, and you made me think about it.
2: Right. So I found... So let, let's compare. Let's okay. Compare. Let's compare. This let's is Wikipedia. What, let's see what these some of these numbers uh, say. So what I have here is... And I'm shining a spotlight right now on this thing because it's so... The print is so small. So Mine
1: is religion in Canada on the Wikipedia page.
2: Oh, okay. So this one says here. It says, how Canadians self-identify. So, um, out of a population, this is saying of approximately 33 million... Okay. This is, th-
1: mine is a, um, it's a 2011 national household
2: survey. Oh, interesting. So, okay. So how many, how many on your survey identify as Muslim?
1: Um, they have Islam. Yep. <laughs> is 3.2%. percent
2: do doesn't have a number though.
1: Not n- a this number This one has people, actual no. numbers.
2: So this one here on this study, it actually has numbers of people. So this one here, according to according to this study, just a little over 1 million people in Canada identify as Muslim. So this is 1,053,945. Yeah,
1: I clicked on the one that said it was yep. actually a link that said Islam, and that's the exact number that I have. That's the exact
2: number? Yep. Cool. 1,053,945. So this must be from the same survey. Uh, what about Hindu? Well, you know, we should just go with the numbers that one of us has because they're going to be the same. So Hinduism is 1.5%. Okay, or 497,965. Uh, yeah, 500,000. Yeah. Buddhist? Buddhist 1.1%. Or 366,830. Now here's where the, the Christians need to, to uh, start to give up on their butt hurt. <laughs> Christianity.
1: Well, the, it breaks it up in front into Roman Catholics and other Christians.
2: Okay. So let's just go with let's just call it Christianity. I have to do
1: Can some math here. Can you add those here. numbers quickly? I have to do some math here. So, Roman Catholics are thirty nine percent.
2: Okay. And other religions are twenty eight point three percent. So sixty percent, basically. Okay. Or twenty two million one hundred two thousand seven hundred and forty five. Get over your butter Christians.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jewish. Uh, Judaism is uh, right above. Other religions at 1%. Okay. Or
2: 329,495. Sikh. 1.4%. Or 454,965. And
1: last but not least. Last but not
2: least. This is exciting. The non-religious. The non-religious.
1: 23.9%.
2: Or 8,046,375. We're doing something right. (laughs) Um, But I I found this really, I I did find that interesting to actually get some some numbers attached to that. Um, Just to go back to this this article for for just a second. um, Celebrating grace within other religions. um, Nowhere in your religious doctrines will it say anything like that. And to pretend that it does is just being dishonest. So if you're going to be religious, if you're going to be a person of faith like that, at least have the courage of your convictions. At least have the courage to say, "My God's the real God," and you're going to burn in hell, or you're going to whatever it is, and stuff like that. Don't try to don't try to get along. I don't even understand <laughs> why people of different faith traditions even try to get along. They, I totally,
1: I disagree. I want people to get along because right. we live in a cooperative society people where people get in along. Streets, where but we need we need people to get along, and we need people to realize that if I am a particular religion. And I like this person right. without knowing what religion they are. And okay. then I find out that what religion they are or that they're non-religious. And I, 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 they should realize that they still like this person. Sure. Their belief system, either of them, yeah. have no bearing on the relationship. So drop the belief systems.
2: That would be lovely.
1: That would be lovely.
2: But I don't think it's going to happen.
1: I'm just... <laughs> What I want to do, okay, this is another, this is another, off-topic thing. Yeah. But people need to sit down and look at their religion and how it improves their lives. Sure. What does it do? That makes their lives better. The religion.
2: Hang on. Has God answered their prayers yet? Or are they still waiting?
1: <laughs> They're still waiting. Um, now getting together with ch- other churchgoers or whatever. I understand that that is, that, is, that is a plus. Getting together with other, other like-minded people, creating that circle of friends, having those, those people to, to talk to, that is a plus. Okay. But there is also those types of get-togethers for non-believers. Sure, yeah. Right? They're not as easy to find. hmm But in this world of uh, digital connections and, and groups on, on, on social media... You can get to you can find anybody that believes in anything. <laughs> yeah, pretty much,
2: yeah.
1: Right? So I mean, there's there's that. But really, if your religion is telling you to dislike other people or yeah, it's basically it, dislike other people because of their color or their uh, sexual orientation or what they believe. Then your religion is shitty. It's it's yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah. And drop it. Like I agree. a fucking ton of bricks. I agree. Because it's not helping your life in any way, shape, or form. It's bringing you down.
2: But what about when God answers their prayers? Then they'll be totally good. Guess what? <laughs> he answers your prayers. Okay.
1: Obviously, I don't pray. Right. But I get just as much going my way as I do not going my way. Yeah, isn't it Just funny? like yeah. they do.
2: Exactly. Isn't it funny that prayer seems to happen at about the same rate of ch- as chance. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that funny?
1: If I prayed for money right before my, uh, my tax return, uh, or th- you know, the, uh, when you get your money back from the government. Sure.
2: Yeah.
1: And Hey, that's not prayers being answered. That's me doing my taxes. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> That's true.
2: That's true. I'm going to start praying every day after payday. Yeah, exactly. To see maybe if they deposit it twice and <laughs> see how that works out. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for that. I'm gonna go because yeah. hey, that could uh, you know that could increase my quality of living. I remember way.
1: my sister and brother in law? They were they were dealing with the bank, and at one point they went to the machine. They got the the printed statement, and they had like seven million dollars. Really? Yeah.
2: Withdraw. Withdraw. And withdraw. And so
1: like my brother was like my brother in law was like okay well this isn't right yeah. <laughs> and he actually went to the bank and said like you know Hello? look at this and uh, they said oh okay uh, let's try and figure out what happened. And while they were trying to figure it out, they deposited another $7 million really? before they re- withdrew the $14 million. That's But he crazy. actually has a, a paper statement from showing the Teller it? showing
2: yeah. a balance of $14 million. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. That's right. What happened? I blew it all on cocaine and hookers. <laughs>
1: hookers and blow, man. Hookers and blow. Exactly. You should be dead after $14 million of hookers and blow.
2: Well, yeah, you'd be tired. <laughs> I'd <laughs> be tired. Yeah. I'd be worn out. I'd need a minute. you would crash after that high yeah, for sure. Yeah, I would need a minute. Um oh fuck man, that's almost an hour and twenty minutes.
1: Oh, that's a long one. Yeah. Well we'll do that's a fallacy. What she said.
2: Yeah, we'll do a fallacy next week. Okay. Um I get to go get for work in the morning.
1: Yeah, me too. So it was a nice long weekend though.
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Three days.
1: We got weather holding out.
2: That's right. It got it got warm. Yeah. It got warm, which is which is nice. Apparently our are for it we're about ten degrees above where we should be, for this time of year. Exactly. So I'll take it. Yep. Because you know, in a in about, you know, not too long from now, it's gonna be total fucking shit.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be horrible. And but the thing we, is that summer did take a long time to get going.
2: That's right. So it should take so a long should, time to
1: go away. It should be here. For it should a be bit like extra. this
2: until mid December. <laughs>
1: That's not yeah, gonna happen. Twenty six degrees mid December? That's not gonna happen. I don't think that should happen. No problem. I would not. be very worried if it did. Yeah. Not that I'm not worried right now.
2: Climate change. Okay. So all right, that's
1: no, a, no, no, don't say climate change. This is weather. It's not climate. Oh,
2: I know, but you know, but but okay, you're this right.
1: This is weather. You're not right. Climate. You're right. But <laughs> because weather, it as cold as balls is, right now. Isn't
2: our weather affected by the climate?
1: Of course, but right. but climate change is global, right not local. This is a local weather system. Right. I mean everything that we're seeing around the world, warm here, drought in California, drought in South Africa actually, um, you know all those different things, that's clo- global climate. that's the things the, the global climate is with the ice sheet uh, ice, ice shelves breaking off Antarctica. Right. That's a problem. Those are the that's the, the result of our global climate increasing by two degrees. She's so saying that's a problem. Yeah. I,
2: well, I would agree more
1: frequent cat five yeah, storms. I would agree that. degrees, season.
2: first week of October in Toronto is not a problem because I like it.
1: <laughs> well, it's a result of <laughs> it is a result of climate
2: change. Yeah. Boo, you and your science fucking everything up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. Science doesn't fuck things up. It just explains the way You are knowing
2: it. You fucking pissed on my cornflakes.
1: Um, sorry.
2: You pissed. <laughs> you, I was happy. I was happy in a moment because climate change made it warmer. Oh, and then you are happy
1: in was, a moment. I yeah. pissed. I, and I, pissed I piss all cor- over that all the time. Exactly. Talk to Meredith. She hates it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Some people are... Whoa, hey, whoa. look at that. My microphone went... Woohoo. <laughs> Some people are into that. I'm not in, I'm not into the golden thing. But uh, I leave you and Meredith to do no. whatever you uh, see fit. I, I I don't judge. I'm not judging. No, I don't judge either, but I, I don't
1: know how one brings human waste into the bedroom. I really don't understand how do you, it.
2: How do you broach that? How do you broach that? So, baby, um, how about I shit on your chest? <laughs> like... At what point... No, like we going do, off the rails do, now.
1: Do, 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 you, do you fart in bed and see what the other one's reaction yeah, I like,
2: oh, is? I know when I fart in bed. I get punched <laughs> in the face. Or I get the, don't move those fucking
1: covers. Exactly. That's a good way That's a good way to test. Dutch ovening, see they what go. happens. See if they come uh, out of the blankets exactly. or not. If they start
2: wafting. <laughs> if they start wafting the covers, you might be into something. <laughs> next, next stop, Cleveland Steamer. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, How did we man. get on this? I don't know. It's 26 we're, degrees outside.
1: We're, we're giddy. Yeah. Punch drunk. we have been on the air so long. I'm hungry. Oh, my God. I'm starving. Yeah. My stomach's been growling the whole time here. I, mine just did a little one, so hopefully it didn't come through. Uh, anyway. It's Jimmy Guac's tonight, I think. Oh, really? Jimmy Guac's. We're making beef stuff. Gotta love Jimmy Gwax.
2: I'm not a fan. What? No. I prefer Mucho. They are... Oh, come on. Yeah, no. Jimmy quax is 10
1: times better than Mucho Burrito. No, so
2: you know why? I found that Jimmy Guac's... Is on on average is spicier
1: you don't have to get it spicy and I don't
2: like spicy but I found even just the regular shit like I just got the regular chicken and shit and it was I found it for whatever reason it was spicy I don't know what they did they Maybe
1: probably they, put on the sauce and you didn't realize it's entirely possible because I don't get this, the spicy sauce on there and it's bland as all hell mm. but it's so good so I've well yeah so,
2: so I so I kind of haven't been back
1: and it's big and it's like falling out of the tortilla shell. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, maybe we'll have to give it another shot. So good. Maybe we'll have to give it another shot. Mucho burrito is like scraping off the bottom of your boot in comparison to really? Jimmy Glocks.
2: Wow. That's harsh comparison. <laughs> we will have to we will have to test that. <laughs> okay, brother. That's an hour and twenty four minutes. All right. Done. So this has been fun. We yeah. kinda went all over the map. We were. Everything from
1: uh, every point of the flat
2: Earth, yeah, back. pretty much. We everything from burritos to grenade vests, um, yeah, and uh, yeah. I hope nobody took offense uh, to that burritos cause. <laughs> because it was cause a I, different kind of explosion. Exactly, that's explosions <laughs> at the ass. Um, but yeah, so no, it was certainly not uh, meant to be disparaging in any way. It was meant to only as an example. But anyway, we will. Uh, we're gonna cut it off now. And uh, we'll be back at you next week. Oh, so Thomas Westbrook will be here uh, next week, uh, quote-unquote, live via Skype uh, in studio. And we're going to talk about Holy Kool-Aid and all kinds of fun stuff. And yeah. uh, we'll do our fallacy. Check
1: out that on YouTube, by the way.
2: Yeah, absolutely. He's got... I haven't seen the third video yet. But there are videos. So just go onto YouTube and search Holy Kool-Aid. And there's a there's a ton of stuff. There's got a g- lot of great videos. And, uh, and it's all good. It's all inf- informative. There's a lot of stuff that's cartoon, uh, that's done like uh, cartoon like, which, uh, which I like yeah. cause I'm a child. Um, <laughs> and, uh, it's good. So check that out. He'll be here, uh, next week. And I don't know whether we're going to, we're going to talk a, a lot about his stuff. And then I think we'll just do the regular stuff. Like we'll do our news and things like that. And just having a third person kind of chime in. I'm really curious to hear some of his perspective. Yeah. Because he's in the trenches, right? He's in America. America. And I'll be curious to hear some of his perspectives on how he thinks us Canucks are reacting to, quote-unquote, his news. That'll be fun. So we will do that, and uh, and that'll be fun. So until next week, I have been Michael. I have been Dean. And we will see you later. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: This has been The CA. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please drop by the iTunes store and give us a review and subscribe to get the latest episodes as soon as they release. Just a reminder, the views expressed on this broadcast are solely those of the hosts and are for entertainment purposes only. Never take advice from two guys expressing an opinion on a podcast. That's just silly.
2: See you back here soon.